0: Hey guys, and welcome to Smart Women Read Romance, a book review podcast where we vangirl over all things romance. I'm Jessen. And I'm Juliette. And today we'll be reviewing A Scoundrel of Her Own, the third book in Stacey Reed's Sinful Wallflower series. But before we dive in, make sure that you subscribe to the podcast on your preferred podcast platform, and please rate and review us. If you want more romance discussions, follow us on our social media pages at Rom, Join our Facebook group, The Swoon Zone, and follow my YouTube channel, Jess and Reads Romance. If you'd like some podcast extras, become a patron of the podcast on Patreon, where we have extra content, including exclusive episodes, and give away free enamel pins, stickers, books, and bookmarks. Special shout out to all of our patrons. We love and appreciate you guys. Yes, love you guys. All right, (laughs) so it's not a secret anymore. That I have flown to LA, but I yes. still can't say why. <laughs> Dang it! Damn you, Justin! Damn you to hell! But but I I can just say that I did um, get invited to go to Netflix. I signed an NDA, so I can't talk about it until they give the go ahead. <laughs> it's so awesome. But seriously, okay. So I was I was I remember the night. It was only a couple weeks ago. They literally emailed me a week.
1: Yeah, it was like last minute. It before, was for right.
0: Um, it was happening. And I told Juliet I was like how do I know that this is like really from Netflix? <laughs> she
1: sends me this like, message and I'm like what? And I read it and I'm like scam? Justin this is very specific with links to stuff like I, I this is legit. This is legit. Like I think this is for real. I decided to take a chance and emailed them back, and literally, I
0: it was so <laughs> lucky though too because they wanted me to fly out on a Thursday.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Well, with my school, I have clinicals on Thursday. We're yeah. literally just starting clinicals. It ended up by working out um, for that particular clinical day, and I was able to fly out on Thursday night. I had like an afternoon flight, mm-hmm. but listen to all the problems that started cropping up. Oh my up, god! Though. So not only did I have to take an afternoon flight. And I was going to drive to Baton Rouge.
1: That's about an hour and a half from here. Yes.
0: To catch my flight out of that airport, I was always going to have a connecting flight. And it was going to be in Dallas. Yeah. Well, Dallas, Texas. I mean, Dallas, Texas. You know, <laughs> another southern state. Yeah. Pretty hot weather. Yeah. Was having a fucking winter storm. I got an alert. <laughs> I got an alert from my um, my American Airlines app. Yeah. That was like, hey, there's a weather alert for one of your flights. I was like, what? oh my god!
1: <laughs> Texas has been having some serious winter storms these past couple of years, though. That was
0: Houston that had like the really the last big one freeze. was Houston,
1: but Houston and Dallas are our main hubs, you yes. guys, for like pretty much anywhere. There, Dallas, Houston, and Atlanta are the main hubs where we go to like connect. To Your connecting flights, flights are always right. going to be in there, basically yeah, if you're flying from down from, if you're yeah. in the south,
0: and so. My flight ends up by being canceled the day before from Dallas, so they got me a flight out of Atlanta instead, which means I have to fly in the opposite direction from L.A. <laughs> so I had a much longer flight. I didn't get into L.A. until 12 a.m. L.A. time, which yeah. was 2 a.m. my time, like my internal <laughs> clock. It was 2 a.m. You're now on the Pacific Coast. Yep. Yeah. And so... <laughs> And it was so funny, though, too, because my grandmother was all worried. She's like, oh, my God, you're oh, going to baby. You're gonna have to be in an Uber by yourself. And <laughs> you got to text me whenever you get in the Uber and then text me whenever you get to the mm-hmm. hotel. So I land at the airport. And I don't like LAX yeah. airport at all. I will say that. I was not happy with the navigation and directions and all that jazz finally get to my uber and he takes me to my hotel which wasn't a very long drive yeah he was a speed demon so it took 25 minutes and it was also in the middle of the night so that was easier That's so
1: funny kevin was upset about me being in an uber by myself too and i went to shameless like from the airport and like I'm what else like, are you going to do i know like it's cheaper than taxis decades like nobody just, does that anymore it's the same <laughs> so like, he's like check the license plate i'm like okay <laughs> I had
0: texted my grandmother when I got in the Uber, but when I got to the hotel, I needed to do a couple things. And when I got there, there were yeah. a couple things they needed from me. Right. So I got there and I was checking in, making sure that I had everything. I knew I was gonna get up in a couple of hours, and I forgot to text my grandmother that I not <gasps> made it to the hotel. Oh my god.
1: Justin. So the
0: next morning, dab. the next morning, she had texted me. She's like, "I'm getting worried. I'm about to call your mom." Or oh something. no! I was like, "Legit? Why? You didn't even try to text me before this?" Like, she I just know. Like, I was just waiting to see if you would respond. <laughs> just fucking text me and be like, did you make it? I was yeah. like, I just was so tired Exhausted. and I went to sleep. But um, it was a, it was an experience. It was very cool and lovely weather in California, oh, I will say. The it was weather, beautiful. Th- it's
1: shockingly beautiful.
0: Absolutely gorgeous. Yeah. Like the temperature, the sunshine, it was It's lovely. like perfect
1: spring weather here, but mm-hmm. at night you could wear like a little cardigan because it gets a little cool. It's like crazy. It was crazy. quite cool because
0: I got up early in the morning to yeah, go there.
1: It's cool in the morning. And it was
0: cool in the morning. I was wearing like a gauzy, shirt (laughs) i was like not pretty not in a sweater yeah at all and um and i will say so there were some other people that i knew over there some of you may have watched our story so you knew that uh me jessica and lacy if you follow jessica from peace love books and lacy book lovers they were also there as well and i got to meet jessica for the first time in person which was so freaking cool it was so freaking cool i loved it
1: i can't wait till you can like you know, talk blab about, about, about it and talk tell all the details. But yeah.
0: It was a very in and out trip. I flew out the next, I mean that same day. Yeah. flew out, had to go back into LAX airport. <laughs> yeah. And I felt so bad because I had kind of a difficult time getting to my terminal because it changed last minute and all that jazz. But Jessica Her flights got like canceled again and again. I couldn't even imagine. She was literally in the airport all night and didn't make it home till like the next morning. And I was. I felt so that bad. Is terrible. I've thing. never, I've never had a flight canceled on me like that. Yeah. Like in the airport, I've never had a flight that was delayed to the point of being canceled, and you had to find some
1: it's yeah. something else. We did in our honeymoon. We actually were stuck in Hawaii like two <sighs> extra days in the airport because we had no more money because we were poor little newlyweds oh stuck God. in the airport. But like all these flights kept getting canceled, so it was a bunch of the same um, people trying to get on the same flights. And I will. Ne- Kevin said I will never forget because they don't let you do this anymore. This was before 9-11. I remember we were like sleeping in the airport and we're sleeping like, you know, like just in our clothes (laughs) and like this big, like, you know, Samoan officer comes over and like nudges us. Hey, you know, like he wanted our boarding passes or whatever. So I was like, oh, that's okay. Y'all can stay here. Just want to make sure you're legit, you know, but like literally we slept in the airport for a day and a half, I think. Like, wow, it's crazy. That is
0: crazy. I don't want to do that. (laughs) Yeah. 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 (laughs) thankfully so yeah all right guys all right let's get into this book <laughs> let's get into
1: this book sweet sweet book so
0: i love stacy reed in the sinful wallflower series yeah i i love a good wallflower trope me too and i really like i mean one of the famous ones is lisa this wallflower yeah and of course we love that one yes ah, Devil we love winter. our quirky
1: wallflowers we can't
0: we can't get enough thank you <laughs> and i really like this group of wallflowers because they know that they're kind of getting on the shelf, and they're like, why don't we do something wicked before before we're, like, firmly on the shelf and too Spensters. old or spinsters? Yeah. Like, why not? We're already on the outskirts of society. Why don't we take a couple risks? I like, love what? that. I love, I love that, love that attitude. <laughs> and our heroine for this book in particular, she's actually one of the more popular ones out of The Wallflower. She doesn't technically need to be a wallflower. Right. She could have lots of author offers for marriage. But she's just not interested. She's never felt anything. She's
1: always wanted to marry for love, like yes, her parents. and her
0: parents have indulged her. And right, her and they have let her do what her, she wants. Let her do what she wants. And mm-hmm. so our heroine is Lady Ophelia Darby. And the prologue is so freaking good for this book, I will say. But a little Read background it on her. Yes, <laughs> savor, savor it. <laughs> it. So Lady Ophelia is the granddaughter of a Marquis and the daughter of an earl. So she is, you know, very, very noble. And mm-hmm. she gets rescued because her carrot overturns into a river yes. and a little boy who's 12 years old and she's eight years old, jumps into the river to save her. (laughs) And the prologue of this book starts off with her kind of coming to, regaining consciousness, and she's being carried on the back of this little boy who's like coaching himself being like, I can can make it, I I can can make it. Like his his arms are trembling from holding her. And he's like, I will make it. And it's just like so inspiring and I fucking love it. Like this little hero (laughs) boy. oh. (laughs) Oh,
1: This... Prologue. I don't, is I don't like, think I've ever read anything. It's one of my favorite prologues. Let's yeah. just put it at that. Yeah. Like that yeah. is, it's a very one. And, and it's one. not like a little short and sweet. It's like we get a nice long a prologue. story. that's right. like really
0: great. Because it's really important. It's very important. And so this is our heroine and his name is Neil Byrne. And he saves Fifi, who he nicknames, and we'll talk about that, how that came about from the overturned carriage. And he's just this brave little boy, the son of a carpenter, you mm-hmm. know, and they're pretty poor. Yeah. So it's just, I love a difference in classes as well. It's yeah. just kind of it's, one of my favorite historical like, tropes. Right. Because it's forbidden love. Yeah. This is the
1: opposite sides of the track.
0: And I also, just of. personally, I like, when it's external forces against our character me and too. less of internal forces too. because i think internal forces can be really good but it takes like a skilled author yeah. for me to not be nitpicky about it right and be like this reason is dumb but if it's external forces i understand it's like you against the world type of thing and right. so this this just absolutely worked for me i love this second chance romance because there's 15 years in between the first time that they meet to when they meet again whenever they're adults right. and you know it's just very very interesting what happens in the storyline, especially Ophelia's storyline, is very, very interesting. It so, is. Lots to say. Lots to talk about, guys. So yeah. if you have not read A Scoundrel of Her Own, you need to go pick this book up and come back and chat with us. All right, guys.
1: So, okay, let's, let's talk about
0: that prologue. Yeah, let's we've got to get, into, get into the prologue, because there's prologue. lots of
1: stuff. It's not just like, oh, they saved each other. Like, there's so many things that happen. Yes. And we have <clears> to
0: mention, this little boy, Neil, he's carrying her, and he has a cut on the bottom of his foot that he right never even mentions to her, really. And it's starting to
1: get infected, too. Yes. i worried about that bad. I knew. As soon as I knew. said he had a cut on his foot, I'm like, check the foot out. <laughs> I know. I know. And later on, Seen when he it. walks with a cane, I always, like, that had to have come from that. God, you
0: know? I love his...
1: Heroism. It's Yo, just so freaking amazing. Neil falls. He describes her as this wild fairy. She has long black hair that goes like, you know, down to her butt basically like past her hips.
0: And he said he's never seen hair this color black before because it almost shines blue in the light. Right. And she, she just, she just had
1: this like, you know, pale pretty face and these she just had these, eyes these golden brown eyes loves. and everything about her. She was just so carefree with him and like. Just like I think that that's one of the
0: reasons why I immediately fell in love with the characters because okay so he finds a little cottage for them to stay at it's like a game it's like a gamekeeper's game right They don't know where they are they're young they're, they're 12 lost. and eight they're yeah. lost because the river <laughs> has swept them away wait yeah far no idea where they are at. And of min- of note, Neil was actually with his parents, his family. Mm-hmm. Whenever he was walking, he saw that, and so like, his and I see you heard his you he heard his
1: mom scream for him yes. as he's being carried down river. Yes. You know? And they
0: get to talking about their parents, and so this is actually really important because it kind of sets up everything about about our characters and their backstory and what their values are. Neil really loves his parents. They're poor. Oh yeah, but they are still so in love, and he even thinks about how. Even though sometimes they don't even have food to eat, his mom and dad still like smile at each other and like and his mom always sings, you know, and like sings
1: to them. And his dad makes up stories. stories.
0: And like, I it's really just this warm, it.
1: beautiful family unit.
0: And also, it's so amazing because these two kids, they really don't understand class difference that well. Right. But he starts to feel a little bit embarrassed because he knows that he's dirty and she. He looks not. at his fingernails
1: mm-hmm. and they're all, like, clogged Because he with goes dirt to, like, and, like touch like,
0: her cheek and realizes his hands, hands are really are dirty. dirty. And he's yeah. like, oh, my God, I can't touch her. And then whenever she had actually saved her book with her, like, her book was with her, and she's like, it's yeah. a little water damaged, but, you know, should we read it together? And he's embarrassed because he's like, I don't know how to read. Poor know, people yes. don't have those resources, yeah. and she's like, "I'll read to you." Like she has no judgment when it comes to Neil. Like she doesn't, she doesn't turn her nose. You know, at that's him. what was so
1: beautiful about this is this is the true. Like the innocence through the babes of, you know, children. Like, it's just like, I love that. And I love that about young children. They have no prejudices. They have no, until it's instilled in them by their family. Right, exactly. They really don't see that in the world. Right. It's like, they don't, they don't see that. They don't have enemies. Yeah. They don't have. All she knows is this is her friend who saved her from the river. Yes. And she's enamored of him. He goes and he like. He He hunts. He hunts. He he brings her rabbits. And like brings her food. And she's like, wow, he's amazing. He he makes a fire. <laughs> and like it's
0: you make sure that she's warm,
1: warm with her little
0: blanket and it's just so so sweet they, they go outside they together. stargaze together they oh my look God. at the stars and they talk about their lives and stuff like that and I know how like Neil has a great family life and this is another comparison because we get a little hint that is just kind of like well, my mom really doesn't sing to me. And I I can sing and she sings for Neil and Neil thinks in his head, oh like God. she is the voice of an angel. Like my mom can sing well, but this little girl, I don't understand what's coming out of her mouth yeah. because it's the voice of an angel. Yeah, And she says, my mom doesn't like it whenever I sing and <laughs> it makes her upset. And my dad said that I have to do it in secret, basically. Yeah, and so, she doesn't hug her often. So yeah, we know there's like something. There's some tension between yeah. her and her mom. Yeah. And I was just like, interesting. Yeah. so, I'm so, yeah. so yeah. interested. We learned a lot
1: through just like this prologue. Really? And it was was... so
0: freaking sweet. It was just so freaking sweet. And he decides it, and there he was just like, you know, my dad, he's Irish as well. So my my dad told me about this thing that I'll experience when I'm older that I'll meet a woman and I'll fall in love with her. And he was like, I think that this, this feeling deep in my chest, like looking at her, I don't want to be separated from her ever. I want it to be like this always. And he says to her, he gives her this little like, Ring made out of twigs like and, twigs um, and flowers, flowers and stuff like that, yeah. and says and asks her, "Will you marry me?" And she's like, very seriously, she was like, "Yes, I will." But my my governess says I can't get married until I'm seventeen, 17. so we'll have
1: to wait until <laughs> then. It's just so it's freaking so cute. cute. But they're totally like, "Yes, we're totally getting yes, married." Of course we're, we're getting married. We're yes, best friends. We're best friends we're now. Best friends
0: now. They stay at this gamekeeper's keepers cottage for like three days like, or so. Yeah. And I just love Neil's internal <laughs> thoughts, and I was getting really emotional like reading it again. <laughs> um, this prologue because he says that He wants to marry her because marriage means family and never being alone. And I was just like, oh, my God. And he's just like his parents had such a great relationship. Even when they go through hard times, they still love each other. And he's just like, I want that with her. And I want to always be with my Fifi. And he gives her that nickname, too, because she's not sure that she likes her name, Ophelia.
1: He's like, what
0: if I call you Fifi? And she's like, no one calls me that. I love it. (laughs) So they share this really powerful bond and – then, of course, the game, um, uh, uh, someone finds
1: them, and the, I think the gamekeeper, and yes. then realizes, Are There's you like Ophelia? a local
0: viscountancy that's nearby? Right. And her parents. And have, so they realize this yes. is the missing
1: girl mm-hmm. and the missing boy, because the um, local towns, the stonemason w- was li- missing for his son. And, like, so this is him. the part that breaks my heart. So they go back. And, of this course, part. you know, they, he carries her on the horse, and, you he's know, he's made to walk Neil on the side. to walk on the side, even though his. He's Puts wounded. Infected. Nobody yeah. cares. Nobody gives a shit about him. And like when um she sees her mom, her mom hugs her and is like really glad to see her and her dad. And Neil tells him, you know you know i'm i'm going to marry her one day and Ophelia's dad basically tells him you will never marry her you are so far beneath her i quoted
0: him because i was so mad at the way that I, he was speaking to this little boy who literally who risked his life and limb her to go life. save her and this is the way that you're talking to him yes. like fuck you he's a child also so please don't I know. talk to him this way but this is what her dad say because i i just have to i just yeah, have please. to convey how much of an asshole her dad is i hate him i hate him, he I says, hate him. I have no doubt you wish to marry her and be her friend. You are fit to be neither, and it is insulting that you believe you can. My daughter's husband will have wealth, power, and good breeding—all of which you lack. Learn not to want to pick the high-hanging fruit, lad, but always go for what you can reach. And I was the, like, "Oh, oh God!" Don't double middle finger, you fucking asshole! I was so In mad song, at he's him. he's just
1: standing there, and as they're dragging Fifi away, he goes. Wait for me. Wait for me. He screams, wait for me, Fifi. And like... (laughs) I'm literally squeezing my eyes out. It's so sad. (laughs) It's so
0: freaking sad. And they even like... He refuses money, too. He's like, I'm not going to be paid for rescuing her. For rescuing her. You know, she's my friend. Jesus. It was just so freaking heartbreaking, okay? Yeah. And then we have a time dump. 15 years later. 15 and six months later or whatever. Mm -hmm. And Ophelia... His father had just recently gone through some mysterious illness that put him at death's door. He right. thought he was, he thought he was dying. dying.
1: Yeah. And then he makes a confession to her that um, she – his mother – her mother is not actually her birth mother. That her real mother's name is Sally Martin and she was a singer that he had, you know, had a dalliance with. And that's all he says. And so when she tries to find out more information because he
0: recovers. He, he recovers. recovers. Cause he doesn't actually die. Yeah, he recovers now and he's then he's saying this because yeah, his it, daughter has questions.
1: Exactly. She's like, I want to know more about and she and he refuses. He's like, She's like Do not won't bring it ag- up again. Yeah. And so there's there's now a little bit of like tension between father and daughter that because has never were been there before.
0: Close yeah. before. She's very close with her parents. Like we yeah. said they're indulging. She has like a wild spirit, and they comment on that all the time. Right. But they're very, they're very indulgent of her. They really love her, and it's just so sad because she's like, but she brought this up,
1: and you were <laughs> you just never going me, me that I have a mother out there yes. I've never met. I and love know nothing calls about calls
0: though, too, because she's like, you were never going to tell me, and the only reason why you told me is because you wanted to move on without right. the guilt of it. Don't you, know it you know yeah. that it was wrong. You know that it was wrong. And you needed to move on to make yourself feel better, and now you don't even care how it's affecting me. Now you don't right. care at all. You care about you, yeah, and that's a
1: problem. I'm just gonna say this right here now. I hate the fucking father I all do the too. way through the book. I, I never I do like too. him. I do too. Yeah. I do too. Okay. And we'll
0: talk about towards the end because I yeah. had an issue with this book, but I, I still love the relationship. Uh-huh. That it didn't affect my. Rating oh, that's so of funny.
1: It. So I. W- so did your issue have to do with the father or her treatment of the father? Yes. Okay, me too. Okay, we've not talked about this. But also another little thing. Yeah, because Julian okay. and
0: I haven't really had a chance to we've dissect this, this book. We've not talked about this one at all. Yes. I, yeah, I
1: just finished reading it today. <laughs> so
0: this is this is absolutely live discussion yeah. of this book. We haven't <laughs> talked about it at all.
1: Um, yeah. all
0: right. She is like she wants to know what was her birth mother like because she's so unlike her mother her mother's very poised yeah and she's not wild not, not not willful or anything and she even thinks back to a month prior where she told her her mom she was like we're nothing alike or whatever and she's like wow we really we really aren't and what if i'm 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 very like my birth mother i want to know is she alive is she dead yeah my father apparently just ripped her out of her arms like what? That is so wrong, and I need to find out more about her. So if he's not going to tell me, I need to figure that out. And then we switch to the point of view
1: of um, Devlin, Devlin, Neil, Neil Byrne. Yes. Mm. So
0: his first name is actually Devlin, but everyone right. had called him Neil.
1: Yeah, we find out later he had to sort of reinvent himself yes. after he spent some time in Newgate. So let's talk about Devlin's past. Yeah. Devlin slash since he, Since that moment, he so he was he was for real. He told his parents. I met this wild fairy and I'm going to marry her, you know. And they thought and that
0: he was just in a fever kind a of fever state dream because sort of his thing. foot was infected. Right. He had a fever for a long time after that. And his parents just thought that he kind of imagined the whole thing yeah. and that this Fifi was a figment of his imagination. And right. he was only twelve years old. Once he recovered from the fever, he told his parents that he was going to London. He was going He's to like, London. He's like, I need to, to make, make money fortune. so
1: that I can make my fortune so that I can marry Fifi. And the
0: thing about it is he had never aspired to be anything other than like what his father was. His yeah, he father had to be a very good an invitation to be the carpenter at like a, a higher, I think he said it like a squire, which is like a right. step up from whatever his father was doing at the moment. Um, and he was just like, I always expected to follow my father's footsteps, but it was those words from her dad saying mm-hmm. that, you know, my daughter will marry somebody with power and money. And money. It totally changed him. And he's just like, yeah, I need to like, acquire this. I need to acquire power and money. And so I'm so not going to do it here. Her.
1: I have to move on.
0: So at 12 years old, he goes to y'all London, buys himself.
1: Y'all is himself. london is the most danger i mean back in those days like the most dangerous place so for course, a young child what does
0: he end up by doing when he uh, gets to criminal.
1: london pickpockets yeah, i mean that's what those little
0: children are good for is yep. pickpocketing and eventually he gets thrown in newgate prison and this is why he actually had to in, re, kind of invent himself
1: yeah he also meets i think reese and them reese and reardon and yes. stuff like
0: that and they kind of form like a little posse yeah um but now, 15 years later, he has amassed the wealth and the power and the influence. Yes. And even though he's not part of the aristocracy, everybody kind of knows his name. Well, because he, owns, he's not he owns Was it.
1: The, oh, no. He's part owner in the asylum, asylum which is like this gaming hell. hell. Gaming hells right. make, make a lot of money. Gaming hells <laughs> make a lot of money. And they – because rich rich aristocrats like to blow all their money and lose their estates and it doesn't matter who everything. owns it. They like right.
0: to party, man. So right. – it's a good business to be in. And I really love this moment where he's just kind of like, you know, he got the keys to the kingdom and he's walking around with his trusty dog, Conan, who's a bull mastiff. And let me just say, when I was a child, I used to have a bull mastiff. I remember it. Mo.
1: I remember that and dog. he
0: was the sweetest thing. And I loved him so much. Huge. He looked, he looked like a tiger. He is a brindle coat. And I loved him to death. He was, like, my favorite dog ever. He was such a sweetheart. So I loved Conan so much.
1: I did, too. Um,
0: And so he's just kind of, like, surveying his kingdom. And he notices that there's this woman walking around with a cloak and, like, the hood pulled up. So you can't really yes. see her. And, he,
1: and she's, like, she doesn't belong. What is she doing here? What is she here? doing here? And then she sees, like, some, you know, Ruffians. some brigands who are coming to, like, you know, attack her, her or whatever. And um, she immediately like whips out this like rapier in her walking stick. Can I say that? I love it that she was not intimidated at all. She's yes. like, she's like, gentlemen, who's gonna <laughs>
0: make the first move? I was like, damn,
1: girl. <laughs> she I was is like, not she's afraid. got some balls. I love it. I and love that's it. what, like
0: captures his attention, and he suddenly like sees her face. And yeah, he's the like, moonlight what? shows
1: in her face. He's like, that's beefy, that. and that hair. Yeah. Yeah. And then
0: her maid called once he he does he does a little like magic trick because he does like a two tap of his walking stick and the thieves immediately know they hear it. Devlin Byrne is here. Wait and go? he's and they th- disappear this is the we gotta go. We gotta go. <laughs> That's when you he know he's a no. badass. He's he just fucking
1: like, badass. He taps his stick and they're gone. They don't he's even have to see king. him.
0: Yeah. And he controls them. <laughs> gotta love a man with power like that. Oh, I absolutely love it. Do. Love it. And she steps into their carriage, Lady Ophelia, and he's yeah. like, I haven't thought about her in years because he did kind of give up looking for. For her. Yeah, and, and he had
1: that dream that was sort of like his motivation for a long time, but after a while, I same, guess as he as he realized the differences in their classes, like that's never going to happen, and I'm never going to see her again. So, yes. but so he still did acquire the her. power and wealth that he had wanted. You so know? now he's like gotta find
0: out more about her gotta yeah. find out exactly who her father is he noted the crest on the carriage and everything so now he has something to go off of to actually
1: find her this time and i love that he finds that she's been sort of like moonlighting as a uh, lady's starlight
0: yeah so like a few months passed since he's actually seen her out uh-huh. there and this is when she gets the idea now that she knows that her mom used to sing right. she's like if i moonlight as well i can maybe these ask places, people maybe Do they remember places? sally right sally some of Martin. these like
1: theaters and the other you know these are not like high theaters these are obviously theaters like St. James Street and the slum areas like maybe somebody would recognize you know and might know Sally you know and also
0: of note which is very interesting because I remember picking up this book for the first time and I love the cover I thought the cover was like so beautiful like she's in this embrace lovely clinch cover with a beautiful blue dress but she has blonde hair and I was like like, oh my gosh why but the thing is she wears a wig whenever she moonlights as Lady Starlight yeah, so that nobody will recognize right. when she covers up her black hair and so i was like ah clever 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 so i was wondering if she just found this <laughs> picture and she's just like i need to make it work stacy reed and she's like my character is gonna wear a wig whenever she's disguised <laughs> when like, she's lady starlight works. <laughs> it works it fucking works do what you gotta do okay and i love that and her, and her parents so she knows she she gets this note which i f- i find it was very interesting the way that this happened she gets yeah. this note it's been a couple months she's been moonlighting right and she has a letter, and the letter says, "Like you know, I want a song from you to me." And it includes I, I love 10, that a song from
1: you to me pounds. with ten thousand pounds.
0: And she's just like, "Why? Why would somebody? What? Unless like they know my father's finances or something." So she goes digging into her father's finances and discovers that they're in the red, okay, and have been for many mm-hmm. years. And her father hasn't said anything about it, and she's just like, "Wow, what is going on?" She confronts her father. And she even tells her parents, she's like, would it be helpful if I got married? Would that help our family? And they're like, yes, it would be helpful. But also, we don't want you to marry anybody that you're not in love with. Like, still, even though they are obviously going into debt, heavy debt, they still don't pressure her to marry. And I, at first, I was like, okay, shitty thing to do to steal her from um, your mistress and right. pass her off as um, your wife's daughter. Obviously, especially when we find out later mother's how hard, yeah, right, it was very how devastating. We'll it was talk about that. That was just <laughs> awful. But it, they do truly love her, yeah. But they're also very stupid with money. <laughs> yeah, we find out they're also just ridiculous because she finds out from the letters that. Even when they sell her mother's jewels and the paintings around the house, instead of use paying it to pay their them debts, the
1: modiste. Yeah, like or he, of the, he wants to go rebuild something at one of their estates, like you know, like he a, a gazebo a or something. A fucking shit.
0: gazebo because he wants to sit outside looking at the fucking statue of Neptune. <laughs> and I'm like, <laughs> are you serious? You're in debt,
1: sir. You haven't paid your servants in a fucking year.
0: Yeah, and your are nephew is you the heir me? to your your yes, Martian, mar- whatever. Yeah. I mean, he needs come his tuition on. paid. Like, are you are you kidding me? I hate me? this
1: dad. So I love it. how
0: Ophelia doesn't use it right away. It takes her like two weeks to. Yeah, actually she has to like. Yeah. Send it to her father's solicitor, and she directs where the money goes. She's like, "I want this money to be used to pay right. the servants' wages that have not been paid." So her this dad last is year. still
1: sort of like on the down and outs, recovering. So she's kind of been kind of yeah. stepping in a little bit with the um family managing the house, managing and stuff right. Like that.
0: So she's been taking a lot more responsibility. And we also
1: meet um, Miss. Uh, what is her name? Cosima. Princess Kasima. Oh, Princess Cosima. Yeah, Kas- yeah. I don't know. I just said Cosima, but it could be Kasima. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. We don't know. But um, she's been basically sort of like helping her navigate the sort of like underworld that she's been in. This is not the aristocracy, and um, and she always thought that. Princess Cosimo was like this mistress of this elusive Devlin, Devlin burn, burn Everyone talks about. Everyone talks about how
0: he's not quite of the qu- of the criminal class, right.
1: but he is powerful. So the
0: aristocracy yeah. does know his name, right?
1: And he's been making moves actually in politics as well. He is like presented um, bills presented for bills to help um, the poverty stricken yes. orphans have actual. Real orphanages to help them, like, education for the poor, schooling and all this stuff, which is awesome. I love that about him that he realizes, you know, everyone has that right, you know? And, um, but when she talks to Cassina, she's like, uh, no, Devlin Burn is very protective of you. Yeah,
0: like, we've never been together and he's a handsome bastard. I wouldn't have minded if he would have tried. (laughs) He's not interested. He's pretty protective of you,
1: girl. And she's like, wait, what? What yeah. do you mean? I've never met them before. How? Yeah. Like, what's going on?
0: So after she accepts it, like two hours later, she's starting she to get to thi- know. Yeah, she's that's thinking like meeting me at the him. asylum. Wear your wig in this dress. So she actually sends her a new wig because she's been wearing one in disguise mm-hmm. and a new dress. And it's can we talk about his? Her.
1: Can we talk about his like wax seal for a second? I don't yes. know if you remember it. It's, yes, it's a girl a- on a riding a lion. On yeah, I'm like that's him and her. Mm-hmm. That is so him
0: and her. It's like lion, oh. super powerful, but this girl is obviously controlling the lion. Okay? Yeah. Everything the lion does is because of the girl. Mm. Mm, love it. So I she arrives so. at the asylum. And she had not realized that this was going to be a song in private.
1: Yeah, and he she's has. In he the has shadows. a part of it. Right. And I love how she walks through. So she goes through the gaming. This is at the asylum. She goes through the gaming hall and she passes the ballroom and sees one of her friends, Marianne, who Marianne. is the second book. Second book. <laughs> I'm. Go- I already downloaded. I want to go. I want to read that one. You need next. to
0: read the first one too because it's I, great. It's I it's, think I read the first. one. You did read one. the first one, yeah. Yeah. the Beauty and the Beast one. Okay. Yes. Yeah.
1: I thought we did a podcast on the first one. My darling do? We did. I'm pretty sure we did. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Anyway. So, yeah. So, I've already downloaded the second one. But anyway, so she's like, what the hell? There's one of my wallflower friends, like, you know. She's looking pretty cozy with him. (laughs) She's looking good with Nicholas St. Ives. And then he takes her to this separate sort of, like, reception, a smaller ballroom, and it's completely like there's candles and all this stuff. But no one mm-hmm. is there except for this shadowed figure in He's this in wingback chair. I and love this <laughs>
0: description because you can only see the tip of his cigarette. cigarette.
1: I'm sorry. It's so sexy. It's so sexy. I forgive it in historical. <laughs> I give it a pass in historical. Justin only allows the smoking. <laughs> I do. I only
0: allow, especially since it's mostly cigars and stuff like that. Right. Right. I, I I'll allow it his in historical. Truth. It's, fine. I, it's yeah. fine. It's fine. It's yeah. fine. Um, but I love the effect of that. Like someone in the shadows, and all you see is the glowing red ember. Of the oh my god! D- it like so that's fine. so mysterious, I'm and he has his trusted little dog. Well, yeah. not little dog. Little big dog. dog. Giant dog. Giant dog. Conan, Conan his is his name. Yes. <laughs> love it and she goes up on the stage and she's like should i just sing like a regular piece that i always do no i'm going to sing the piece that i wrote, she last, wrote night. last
1: night she wrote a song last night and she sings it and of course it's all about passion and a passionate longing. love affair and longing and yearning for she even for like him. is
0: looking up at the ceiling and like tears are starting to flow out like i yeah. love a passionate singer i really do yeah and then he comes out from the shadows <laughs> And he's beautiful. Of and he's course. Beautiful. I love Fucking this interaction. Gorgeous. He's like,
1: where and I love how he's very specific. When did you uh write this write the song? Like Where
0: did you write it? Were you at your desk or were you in bed? Were you sitting in Yeah <laughs> Oh Getting to the heart it's of the matter? So aren't good. You? And he's very he's very he's just like, Yeah, so you wrote this song for me and she's like, What? For you? Yeah. And he's like, Yeah, you wrote it for me. And because we're gonna be lovers, basically, like that's the insinuation that and he's, I love. He's,
1: I know. He's like so insistent. I love when she's like finally she's like walking away and he says Fifi and it she freezes and freezes and she's turns. Like, what what did she? you call me? Because no heard one yeah. no one has called her that.
0: She talks she turns around and she's like, Neil? And he just like breaks out into a smile. And I kind of really love this because I feel like there's a lot of honesty in this relationship. Yeah. There's nothing, there's no like he doesn't try to play a different part. I
1: love I love that about and this. And
0: she's very, like, very open from so at first when she thinks it's just this mysterious Devlin Byrne that everyone talks about, she's very wary. But as soon as she knows that this is Neil, even though she hasn't seen him in fifteen years and she's only known him for three days total. She starts talking very openly with him and she's just right. like, Man, you grew up very
1: handsome, like intimidatingly. It's so. just like looking at the green eyes, those are the same green eyes. Yes. You know, like that and she is says him. like,
0: damn, you're handsome. I know. Like, like, wow, damn, you're great. <laughs> <laughs> and he's taken aback because nobody speaks to him this way. Right. Just she's like, so open and honest. But it's, it and
1: reminds me of the little girl he met. She yes. was very open then. And she's still the same girl. Very accepting.
0: You know? And obviously, she's not intimidated by his reputation now that she knows who he is because he, yeah. she knows him. That's how she feels. And I, really and love I love that.
1: how she starts to scare other people away by saying that she's Devlin's woman on the street. Like, mm-hmm. I think it was right before she actually met him mm-hmm. just to scare people away because she knew people she's were afraid of his name. <laughs> I'm going to use – I'm going to bandy around
0: his name. I love awesome. that. She has balls. Yeah. And I love how after he brings her home, okay, because they talk, they talk about and she's just like, I thought I imagined you saying, you know, like yelling at me like to wait for you and all that yeah. jazz and I can't believe that we've seen each other after all these years and he takes her home and, you know, he's looking at her up and down. We know that he has an interest in her and so does she and yeah, she's very interested in that. She's never felt this way before. Mm-hmm. She's never been interested in a man because lots of people have tried to court her and he brings her home, and I love how his first action is like, "I need to go see my mistress and um, call oh, her off." Yeah. So his mistress of three years, and I really like it too because it seems like they had a good relationship. They did.
1: Uh, she was a friend to him. She mm-hmm. was a widow, and I um, I kind of like that. He kind of helped her out because she didn't have like money to fall back on or anything. So he she was kind of taking of children. care of her. She had children to care for, and, and he, he took care of them as well.
0: She had already. Um, he had already given her money but before he he leaves her and being like i need to cut off my association she knows she's like you found fifi like she knows that this is the reason why he even says like because she's like are you gonna marry her and he's like, no, I just want to be
1: lovers. He's like, he's like he, and he keeps saying that's not an option. That's like not that. not an option. Obviously. And she's like, well,
0: why give me up? And she, and he just says it would feel like a betrayal.
1: Yeah. To her.
0: And she's I like, I oh, still love her. And he's like, No, what? I yeah. gave up on that a long time ago. I just want to bet her and get it out of my system. <laughs> like, sure you. Do, Liar. Neil. Liar, sure Devlin. You. But he's so honorable too because he says he's like, I already have an estate for you to live mm-hmm. the rest of your days on. Like it's yours. You and your children can retire. And, and she's she has like, dowry Why? for her
1: her dowry daughters. For, yes,
0: college paid mm-hmm. for her son. And she just like, you don't have to give this to me. And he's like. Do you want another protector? And she's like, no. And he's like, well, then take then, this because then you this won't ever you, have to right. rely on anybody else again. He's such a good guy, he's, guys. Y'all, he's, he's such s- a good guy, and I love like, him.
1: He gives so much money to her. Like you know, like this is not really done. He
0: really does give back, and I really love him. So also, before he had dropped her off, he mentions that he was going to send her a gift—a baby goat—and she's like, what? And she remembers <laughs> in that <their laughs> conversation when they were stuck at the cottage for right. a while that she she was like, damn, I was so dramatic because I insisted as a little girl that i needed to have a pet baby goat or i would die yeah
1: and so he sends our baby barbosa little barbosa i love
0: how her mom's like um
1: ophelia you have a you have, you have a, a delivery you have a, you have a delivery of a goat it's a goat is this a joke and she just laughs she's like yes, yes a friend a friend. friend is bringing me a goat. <laughs> but he's living in the house
0: barbosa is living with me <laughs> he'll be bathed daily in lavender thank you <laughs> my precious goat baby i love it <laughs> thank you so cute i love i wish it. we had a little bit more scenes with barbosa so know i know
1: Know <laughs> I, I, y'all, I just love goats. I don't know. Everything. Oh my god, I love it. So we get another note, and another ten thousand pounds. Yeah, and, and it's a dance from you to me. Yeah,
0: he wants a waltz, guys. Very a intimate, waltz, a very intimate dance.
1: Yes, she's like, okay, well, it's probably going
0: to be like a you know a private dance where private. Dance no, somewhere. no, there is a ball that she he shows up
1: with Reese, who has an invitation. Yeah, he's uninvited, but Reese has been invited, so he shows up. I love this scene. This is such can... a badass, y'all. About everything. <sighs> I just, I love that he is, he's well aware that everyone cuts him. You know, like he is not accepted in their society. But he doesn't give a flying fuck. He doesn't. Like he literally does not care. The only thing he cares about is Fifi. You know, and so he like, once he's, and of course everybody's like, oh my God, who is that? Because of course he's like devilishly handsome. And so everybody's staring and she can't stop staring at him. And of course he walks directly through the up and here's the thing he looks specifically for her yeah because he's like "What is he look she's like what is he looking for he's like scanning the crowd until his eyes lean on her and then like a shark through waters just directly for her and the thing is she has refused to dance with any man for seasons. Two, seasons two seasons because she's like i'm not i'm not doing that anymore i'm not playing the game i'm not dancing with these men and they think that they have a hope with me but the minute he asked her to dance like yes she she's does. like i can't
0: this is my friend i can't cut yeah. him and i know that this would risk my reputation i know that people would you know be like oh my god the scandal she's gonna yeah. dance at the notorious devlin burn and she's like i don't care i can't turn him down yeah and i love how right Their before they start is so intense ah, so beautiful though too and it's so like carefree because right before he pulls her into the first turn like she gives off a little laugh and she's just like i know people are like oh, is she fucking crazy like,
1: <laughs> yeah, like what, what is she doing, doing? <laughs> and it's
0: so sweet and i just mm-hmm. i I love the way that they
1: feel around each other. And I think that. Mm-hmm. Makes, they both just immediately start smiling and laughing. They're both like
0: lighter with each other. They like are. Just, I, I love the way. God, that, they that is a feel.
1: good word because he's so serious. But as soon as she's there, it's like he's lighter, you yes. know, just like. And she even says it's like she feels unchained. The moment she's with him, the chains like fall away. You know, and she can be who she wants to be with yeah. him. You know, it's ugh. It's so, so after good.
0: their waltz, he leaves the ballroom. <laughs> she like continues <laughs> to dance at one waltz. She's like, Oh my god, and she's like, Okay, everyone's gonna be talking about this. I need some air. She decides to go in the hallway. Well, he didn't actually leave and he pulls her out to the garden and they have a more private waltz. Yeah. And he pulls her a little bit closer. And <laughs> I love that. I love the more private dances. Um and you can tell the sexual tension is starting oh, to yeah. ramp up. It's not just we're like a starting to get some kisses here and there. Yes, like some very like longing looks at the lips and all that jazz, and but they don't go, they don't get far because there was a woman who was about to be ravished by some other. I man know and some they dickweed. I yep, love that
1: asshole. Fifi goes in there and is like dude, and like beats like, up on the guy, not. and then when he turns around as if he's gonna hit her, Devlin almost loses his shit. It's like I know you weren't gonna try to fix you about to raise mind. a hand. To my woman, Excuse me? oh my god! Do you know who she is? Because <laughs> she's mine. She's mine, and you're fucking dead. You're dead meat. Oh, I love, love these scenes. I y'all all know. I love these like protective like alpha males. But it's so funny because Fifi Beck's like, "What are you gonna do?" She's like, uh, "I'm gonna teach him a lesson." She goes, "Don't kill him. Don't like, kill like, him." But she's like,
0: afraid that he'll go to prison. Right. And At this point, she doesn't know that he's ever been to prison before. Right. But she's she's a, like, and she's like, like, "You cannot." You're worried for me.
1: Yeah. Like, of course I'm worried for you. I don't want you to go to prison for this asshole. I know. I love that. He ends up like you know tying like hog tying him and delivering him on his doorstep like that like a fool like yeah it's awesome and (sighs) so
0: they didn't get to have their first kiss yet so his next note is his next note is uh, more intimate and says a kiss from you to me (sighs) and I'm like oh yes devlin yes and so this is the thing after her dance with devlin the gossip papers are writing about her Her parents are worried now they're like look we've been indulgent with you yeah you don't have to go around without a sh- with a chaperone now but
1: we're gonna call your we're cousin, effie. cousin effie
0: effie's Fucking gonna come she's effie. a widow she's gonna be with you and she's just like this is ridiculous you like, i
1: hate effie too
0: she does some fucked up things which i also yeah, have she's issues with she's such
1: a snob issues Lord. but i also
0: feel like she's a widow maybe she had like a really bad
1: marriage with her husband and that's what i was wondering like it did feels she... like she's
0: very mistrusting of
1: everybody and... i almost wonder if stacy reed is gonna do like a redemption story on Effie. she would have to
0: redeem the fuck out of Effie because she does some fucked up shit toward yeah. the end of
1: this book the, and end, the end of the book i couldn't believe she did that like i, was I really like, thought that dumb. yeah yeah i hated it. i kind of thought the way they're describing her is just like so beautiful and all this stuff. i'm like did- does she at some point – and she apparently had some, like you said, not a great marriage, you know. It just seems like she didn't. It, it just – it it pe- but it felt like that way to me, too. Like – Like, she just seems very skeptical about – She's very close. She's yes. very cold. I mean, you don't get that way just, you know, for no reason, yeah. you know. And so I wondered, too. So – I still don't forgive her.
0: No. No. <laughs> um, Devlin had mentioned before they had parted that he she's like, Well, where can I find you? And he mentions that he has a townhouse mm-hmm. and on um so she decides to she's, go, she's gonna go <laughs> over there because she is a little bit offended by his note because before with every note he'd included ten thousand pound note and for the kiss one it says like the first kiss is five thousand pounds, the second kiss is ten thousand pounds and third kiss whatever, the fourth kiss is double everything basically, yeah. which would be thirty thousand pounds. But she now goes she's to- thinking yeah, he's she's paying for like, affection.
1: I, want- I don't want it to be a price. I want to like. I want you to want my kiss. But I love his reaction you know? to it
0: too because yeah. when she explains it, he's taken aback, and she notes he he thought that the only way he could kiss me is by paying me for right. it like he didn't think right. that he deserved it right or that i would We give it definitely freely.
1: have like that hero who doesn't feel deserving of her and we definitely get that in his point of view a lot of the times he's like you know it all goes back to that prologue where he reached out to touch her cheek with dirty fingers and she's this beautiful pale porcelain angel you know and yes. and he's like i'm not worthy of her and yet She has never felt that way. Not one second, you know, Um, not then and not now, you know, not even because of the class differences. And so it does. It strikes him every single time. And when I love when they and I don't know if it's this conversation or later, but she asked, so what end are you getting to? He's like. To bed you, like he, he's honest. He's, he's like very We could be and, forbidden lovers, you yes. know. Like he's sort of scandalizing her. Always is
0: like she's like, don't say it out loud. Like this <laughs> is so scandalous, but I'm also very interested in this. As but she's well. also like
1: a giggly, like oh my god, the wallflowers would die over this. Yes, you like know? He she's is my big
0: adventure and stuff mm-hmm. like that. And I love how he challenges her, and he's like would you give me a kiss if I had just asked for it? And she's yeah. like demures, of course. And yeah. he like pulls her closer and they have this hot makeout session. Ugh. I love it. And he like basically like herds her into his office, puts her on the desk. I love like, a good desk scene. I love,
1: but I love where he, say, he tells her, he, oh my God. He tells her that he would love to like kiss her on her cunny. Yeah. And like, and then right as she goes, where's my cunny? Reardon is, appears behind him like, a he's choking. He's like, <laughs> what's going on here what conversation are y'all I having at the wrong time and he's like <laughs> I i'll go i'll wait in the library yeah, for you and, but she done. literally doesn't know where her cunny she, is she so leaves
0: she... for a little bit and then he's like devlin's trying to like compose himself again yeah. And then she walks back in and she's like devlin what
1: is my cunny because like yeah. it
0: seems inappropriate but i really don't know, where I don't know exactly
1: is. where that is and so he shows and her by like, putting it his hand there common knowledge
0: because we didn't know what you were talking about so i feel like i have to know at this point <laughs> She's so adorable. <laughs> she's so adorable. And you're just like,
1: can I Can I touch you? you? Can I touch you can on I your penny? Can I touch
0: where it is? And she's like, yeah, I think that would be okay. Yeah. So, of course, he, like, starts at her neck and, like, you know, teases her a little bit before he shows her. And he and he cups over her. Over her clothes. Over yeah. her clothes and starts to bring her to pleasure, but doesn't let her get all the way. Yeah. Because you got to leave her wanting a little bit. So now yeah. she knows. Now she knows that she's and the missing. And the desire is, like, desire is rocking up. I love it. I absolutely love it. So the next – note that she gets is have dinner with me very different note no offer of money anymore which she's very excited about because this is not it's not a relationship about money it was very nice that he did those things and she was able to help her father out with that but this is about them now and i love that and Effie's kind of suspicious now because whenever the footman says you know you have a letter she gets really giddy and I, Evie makes a comment saying, like, I know that that note is from a man
1: because yeah. of the way that you reacted to it. But she right. doesn't
0: really suspect because she does have another suitor. His name's Langdon. He's an Earl. Now,
1: we should mention also that in the prologue, she tells him, I'm supposed to marry the Earl of Langdon. She tells him that at eight because it's, like, been planned since her, like, infancy or whatever. Yes. She's like, but I don't really know him and I don't really know him at all. So, yes, I will marry you. Like, when they have this whole. I will whole, say
0: nothing about Langdon had turned me off.
1: He seemed no, like a nice guy. He was a nice guy. And he even Which I seemed appreciate. to have feelings I appreciate that for her. he wasn't like an asshole. Yeah, he wasn't you know? a villain at all. He just was <laughs> not the right guy. He wasn't the right guy. Sorry, man. you know. So
0: sorry. I know. So sorry. And.
1: Uh, so in her, in her, in the letter is, he says, have dinner with me. So now we're escalating. Yeah. We know we're. Escalating. Yeah. Different
0: steps. But first, uh, Marianne and Nicholas marry at their country is Right. And Effie, Effie goes with her. So no, now Effie's chaperoning her everywhere. And she just tells her that I have a dinner party with a friend and you're going to have to come.
1: She also has her first confrontation with Effie about Effie's like snottiness about at the wedding because she's all like, you know, who, who, how are they even here? Like she's very – Effie's being very snobby. And also the
0: way that Marianne ran to Nicholas while Ran was to him, instead, like which is very seamless. Like, she's like, you know? oh, why? And she's like, they're in love. They're like, in love they with love, each other. Guys? Like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> It's not all about propriety. I'm sorry. And I love that when they go to the dinner party, it's at his little, it's not a country estate. It's like right outside of London, but that's where his family lives. And I love how, you this know, he scene. just wanted to take care of his family. He has two sisters. Y'all, so. And he arrives with her and tow.
1: And it's just so wonderful. And they're like. His family and have heard about And her. he says, this is Lady Ophelia. And he says, Fifi. And they all go, No. This her. is not her. Not and, like, her. Ophelia's how you like you? what is happening right now because they were like how much is he paying you? You're not her. You know they're like I'm sorry, who? <laughs> so they test her. So basically they ask all these questions and she goes I am in fact uh lady Ophelia and only he has ever called me Fifi. And like so she they're like passes this their test. This is really her. Like wow. and, but she but I think this is a great moment cuz she's like he's told his family about me. Like he is he has been harboring feelings for a long time.
0: And the way that his mom watches them during dinner, too, yeah. because, of course, they're, like, looking at each other, and when she goes outside, because Effie's busy playing the piano with um, his sisters, she's outside, she's expecting Neil, and and it's actually his mom and his yeah. mom kind of confronts her and just tells her about all the stuff that she didn't know about how Neil had a fever right. and was raving about it. He, he almost died like, yes.
1: he, he found, they were found him in a field and it's only because his father happened to be working in the fields that they day they just dropped
0: him off there they yeah. didn't even bring him the all the the servant just home. didn't even
1: he just left him you yes. know and he could have died
0: and also tells her about his experience as a 12 year old going to London eventually ending up in Newgate going prison going to prison for two and a half years yes and it was all for her because this is that was his goal is for her and she realizes how much that he has sacrificed to be worthy of her and she's kind of bowled over by
1: it and the mom is just kind of like you're going, she says so you're gonna you're break my gonna, boy yes, you're gonna you're break, gonna my, break boy. my boy and this broke my heart because i i mean i as i can get all up in the maternal fields too like yes don't hurt my son Be protective you mama know bear like, about exactly it.
0: and you gotta respect her for it because she's not accusing her but she's also just like how is this if, gonna work yeah you, you're and, the daughter of a marchioness like a marquette unless you're willing to accept that step down exactly i don't know? see how this is going to work and but the thing is ophelia I, after having learned this is very moved and she starts to cry and she's just mm-hmm. like oh god y'all are both fools because
1: you're in love with him i like, know she's shit. like, you, you, do she's like you do have feelings
0: feelings for him this makes it not better yeah <laughs> but, i mean and so the mom impossible.
1: tells him where he's at he's through he's that the down the trail through the woods where she says where he always goes when he needs to think yeah. by himself I so that. i love that when she follows the trail it is a replica of the cottage they spent together. Stop it right now. <laughs> it's just like... He remade their cottage. or the cottage, but, like, of course, a better. Bed. You know, it it's a beautiful bed luxurious. and a beautiful hearth yes. and, like, very luxurious. But it's, like, their cottage, you know, and... She's like, I think <sighs> I want to gaze at the stars. I-, I love this moment where she walks in and he... They're very hesitant with each other, Mm -hmm. you know, and he's like, what do you want? You know, and basically like he is feeling overwhelmed, his feelings, he's trying to contain them because he's like, she'll never marry me and I'm falling in love with her and I can't do that. Right.
0: So. And I think that's really the big drawback, the the holdout from their feelings is that they know it's almost impossible, so nobody wants to admit that they're having feelings, and when she's insistent, like, let's go look at the stars and stuff like that, he doesn't know if it's a good idea or anything, and... She point blank asks him, like after finding all that, like, "Do you love me, Neil?" And he says, like, "You know, not yet." Not yet. And, and she's then, like, "But it's that possibility." And he and he
1: asks her, and she says, "Not yet." But like they're both kidding themselves because they're totally they're both, in love they're both right already now. in love. They just they're don't so admit stupid. it yet because yeah.
0: nobody's gonna confess it at the
1: moment. But and he's too afraid, like he's because he knows, like, it, once he even admits it out loud, it's like, so I'm just gonna live my life devastated because she's yeah. gonna leave me at some point, you know.
0: So they go like by the little stream and stuff, and she just decides like, "Fuck it, I'm definitely gonna make a move right now." Oh, yeah. And she tell- she turns to him and she just like catch me and like jumps on him basically.
1: And that was also a playback to the prologue yes. when they used to jump when they jump from when the waterfall she would jump on the- or whatever. Yes.
0: And she would oh. jump on his back, and it was just like she's like, "Remember, you used to carry me like that." And she he was like, "This is a little different though." Because she's
1: like <laughs> she's because jump- she's she's like wrapped around the front of him. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> the hardness, yeah. And so they have like w- nice, beautiful. sensuous sex. It's just beautiful under the stars. Like the it that is beautiful. He's so, like
0: he's so hesitant to even like take that next step with her but like he can't help himself he
1: hadn't planned on it and she notices
0: how much control he's having and she loves that he's a person of control right he can't seem to control himself around Mm -hmm. her and it's very beautiful this is her first time and it's lovely and he i think they have sex like twice or whatever they do great and then (laughs) he he pulls out he also says i will not get you pregnant pregnancy yeah very nice of him (laughs) And Effie finds them as he's taking her back into the cottage actually. He, yeah, cuz they
1: fell asleep and mm-hmm. so he wakes and puts his he, puts his he puts his trousers on, wraps her naked in a blanket and as he's walking back to the cottage, Effie shows Effie just like what the fuck? Effie's like, "Oh my god." You and she calls him all kinds of names like she's just terrible to him. And I love that he never responds to that bait. Like every time Effie or her, you know Fifi's father, like, just calls him all these horrendous names scum, gutter scum, and whatever. He never rises to the bait. He's just like, you know, I know who I am and I don't care yeah. what you think, you know? And I just love that about him.
0: Yeah, exactly. So they leave and basically I love how Ophelia doesn't even want to listen to like Effie's like, oh my god, you're gonna be ruined, all that jazz. Yeah. She's just like, You're just not gonna tell anybody and it won't yeah. be ruined. Like, exactly. like, no sweat off my back, okay? <laughs> and um before she had left, she had had a note that there was this woman who'd known Sally Martin, but right. then she was gonna be out of town for a week. But right. now after, you know, the wedding for Marianne and also her trip for the dinner, it's um time to go meet this woman. Yeah. And who, she asked
1: Devlin to go with her because she's yeah, a little she nervous. A note
0: and I love how she she learns what exactly happened. That her mom had had her for a couple of months, and her father basically just bust up in there and took her, just took
1: her out of the just bassinet and left with her. Took
0: her, and her mom Y'all. had no no leg to stand on. And not it only that, Caesar Marquis. Yeah,
1: and her friend said she cried and screamed and wailed and like went into a deep dark depression after that. Like yeah. it, it broke my heart to think of this cold motherfucker walking in with all of his power and just stealing my child like i couldn't even
0: and we also we also know because she didn't know this at all um so her the woman that she calls mom she was actually pregnant she gave birth to a child who did not survive and she was in deep depression right and so that's why the marquis her dad decided i'm going to take my living child and bring it
1: to my duchess that way i can have my child but that's because he doesn't think anything of the lower class like they don't matter and when their feelings don't matter and he and 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 that's just like that he had for
0: sally it still wasn't no, enough to respect her. Not at
1: all. You know? So
0: we don't respect her rights as a mother and he just takes her.
1: It, bra- it kills me. It does. It, just, it, it does. And so
0: she finds I'll never this out it. and there's this locket with the picture of her and her mother whenever she was just born and it actually has a real birth date on the back her real of it. Bar-
1: she realizes her real birthday is like in like a week or two or yeah, something. Yeah, so
0: like she's she's supposed to be 24 but she's, she's not actually quite 24 yeah yet. She's actually 23. She's 23. Because um, they moved it up to fit the Marchioness's birth when she timeline, had had her when she had had her child right and so she's just so emotional and she like cries on devlin in the carriage and she just like i love how he's there for her to support her yeah um because she really needed that and of course he's just like you're experiencing a lot of emotions and we could fuck that out of you basically i know (laughs) he's like i'm here for you to use me. She's like, I don't want to use you. And he's like, It's not a problem. <laughs> it's that's okay. It's not a problem. It's fine. Look, let me show you. Um, I love it. They, I love yeah, it. they
1: have some wild sex in the carriage. I love that she's like, Oh my gosh, we did it in the carriage. Like, like she's have you so done this funny. this before? And I love
0: how he's just like, I told you you'd be mini first for me. You know? Yeah. I also love how we didn't <clears> mention that Devlin's only been with that one woman, his the one only, mistress is it I really like that. I do too. Usually man we have. Whore.
1: Right. We usually have all these rakes. We've been with multiple women, multiple yeah. mistresses. And he still
0: has that badass reputation without being. Right. Like, without being
1: right exactly i love that too
0: and so he actually since her birthday is going to be in a couple days he takes her out he sweeps her from her home and takes her on the barge and he sets up fireworks for her oh my gosh and he tells her
1: happy birthday that was the sweetest moment they just they just floated down the Thames, looking at the fireworks and it was like oh so lovely so it was just one of those beautiful moments you know but then she
0: has to go out off on a picnic with Langdon because he asked her, and Effie yeah. is her chaperone and goes. with Yeah, him. and
1: her mom's like kind of pushing her, you know. Yeah, you can't her parents your are getting friends. a
0: little bit more pushy with the right. girl Langdon because this is the only person that she's out seen publicly with, you know. Right. Um, and so he takes her. On, um, they go to
1: Hampstead Heath, like yes. it's like this place where people go to picnic and whatever. Beautiful scenery. The beautiful scenery.
0: And the thing about it is, all the people that they're hanging out with, she doesn't hang out with. I, I love there's nothing terribly wrong <sighs> with them, but of course, there's just one girl who has her eye on Langford, and so right. she's a little bit kind of like, oh, you always wear the most interesting
1: hat. You're so eccentric with your hat. So eccentric with it, like we Lady know Ophelia. That she's, she's making She's a so jealous. Dig at she's just being a jealous bitch. Yeah, and I then, mean, she wasn't terrible. She I mean, wasn't we read awful. much
0: worse. Yeah. Yeah, we have we've read much worse so yeah. i wouldn't call her technically a bitch but she was getting her little dig in yeah um and she was getting her claws out she was getting her claws out
1: she was little jelly <laughs> well conan oh runs over to their picnic her. and she's like petting she recognizes him. him
0: and calls him by name yeah and, it's and like, they're like what, like what is this beast <laughs> doing and there? then
1: langdon he's the one who's like whose dog is this and then devlin Byrne is like right Coming over there the on hill. the hill And he hasn't seen her yet. And then she stands as if to go to him. And then Effie's like, what are you doing? He He is not of our set. You cut him. You do not like. If he approaches you, you have to cut him. Yeah.
0: And they're asking her questions being like how do you know devlin's dog yeah. to where he he comes up to you feels comfortable you know him my this name is... all that and she was just kind of like realizing like everything that she's done with him has always been a secret this is yeah. the first time that she's this would be the only time besides the waltz where right. she would publicly acknowledge that she is actually she knows him and then it when would be a scandal the dog starts coming back towards her because he had whistled for the dog coming back towards her she ends up by turning away and then he whistles for it again and my heart Oh Literally broke during the scene because it's like this hurt. is a public rejection. It was a. Pu- I was a like, public, "There's I no way." I was like, "There's no way you. she's gonna
1: cut him. She's not gonna cut him," and she did. God. Y'all, that but hurts so much. But I also love.
0: Okay, so I was mad at her, but yeah. like also it's realistic. Like this was a real life situation. The yeah. first time that she was confronted with, and she has to make this decision really quickly. Yeah, you
1: know, like. Are we ready to come out with our relationship? Well, no, because we're not—we're nothing but lovers. How can I do anything but reject him? But you know? I also
0: love that in the next instance, like he sends her a letter saying, "I found Sally." I Martin. found Sally Martin, and she replies saying, "Like, will you come with me?" And he doesn't hold well, it against he's her because he says,
1: "I will go with you if you would if like you me to." Yeah, you know. And she says, "Yes, I want you to come."
0: And he doesn't hold it against her no. that she did that. Like no. she, he knows, he knows that there's almost no possibility of them being together, even though he wants it so oh, badly. Oh God, it's so He <laughs> still wants to be with her no matter what just yeah. wants to be there for her no matter what yeah so they go um to
1: i think it's like trent, or something? Uh yeah something trent uh, the, i can't it's, remember the name of the town
0: carriage yeah and she away. told her
1: dad dad i want to go to this like gallery that's over here and yeah. see this like a special exhibit and he's like okay fine and she was supposed to take effie with her but of course she leaves effie a note um sorry i'm i'm leaving and then yes. takes off with devlin by herself now this is where Effie like fucks up after this part yes this so they mistake. yeah so she goes they go and I love how they're like sitting outside in the carriage for like 30 minutes she's like I, she's I don't looking at the house she's like I don't know you know and so then Devlin says do you want to know in- about her and he's like Yes. Yeah. so we find out that yeah she's happily married to a Mr. Kent and that they have three lovely children mm-hmm. two daughters do- so she has two half sisters and a half brother yeah that she's never met
0: but she almost walks in and she was thinking about going up but then she's like what if this brings them more pain right and what if they don't want leaves. to be almost leaves. i know and then her husband sally martin's husband peers around the corner and immediately re- recognizes i love that he her. freezes he and like, he
1: cleans off his glasses and puts are you them back on yeah
0: <laughs> she's like are you, no are you and feel like, are you and she's like he's like, are you ophelia she's like yes and yeah. he begs he begs he was just please, please let her see you let her know that you know who she is yeah and so they it's like get I never thought my wife would be really able to love this scene I because too. it's very realistic because she's unsure because the thing about it is she still loves her mom yeah you know? she still loves her mom she still loves her dad and she gets to this room her birth mom almost faints at seeing her oh, so after so many sad. years and she immediately takes steps towards her, so excited about it. And Ophelia, you know, not knowing who this woman is, takes two steps back. And she feels bad about it because mm-hmm. it looks like she's devastated. And yeah. it's just like, and she knows she needs to comfort her birth mom yeah. she needs it and so she decides she is gonna hug her and she just feels like she's the one that's comforting her they're both there's, just
1: kind of falling apart yeah there's so <laughs>
0: so much overwhelming feelings and stuff like that and i love the men leave she them alone tells, yeah she tells her part of the story yeah and so from her point of view just being like i loved you and you know he was I too powerful do i couldn't fight I could him not do anything
1: yeah there was nothing she could do
0: and then, <clears throat> uh, then her um, three siblings barrel in. And they're <laughs> just like come running in. So they stay for dinner, and I yeah. thought that was really nice. The one thing that I'm very disappointed in is that this is the only scene that we have with S- Sally and the kids, yeah. and I feel like we should have had more because that yeah. wasn't to me enough closure. No, it was Ophelia's whole motivation mm-hmm. for this entire story and we get one scene with her mom Agreed. period i'd like to have no seen them her at after the, this i would either. like to have
1: seen them at the wedding at they the literally end, don't you know?
0: even mention no, her and no. i was just like why wasn't her mom
1: i kept thinking okay well maybe the epilogue invited. i was thinking of the epilogue but no they never come back never so come back so i was that was a little disappointing yeah it almost made me dock a star for
0: it but i just <laughs> loved ophelia and neil so much that I yeah. couldn't. yeah but i did i wish that we had a little bit more closure i didn't feel like that was enough I didn't either. It's like mother. it was like
1: the beginning, and it, well, and also because we're like the whole time she's looking. It begins with her and her father confession of Sally Martin and her looking for her mother. Yeah. You know, and so then we she, we meet her, and then that's it. You know, that's the end of the story. Brief little scene. So after this, she's very, emotional. you know, emotional. She's very overwhelmed. She's very emotional. Devlin lets her cry on her. His shoulder, and then like as they're like getting out of the carriage and leaving, because he she takes realizes her to the cottage, um, so to the cottage. that
0: she can have like a night to where, regroup, where, to regroup before right. he drops her off, and she kind of like says stuff to. The fact of it's like, are you trying to say goodbye to me?
1: Yeah, like is this and he's like, is this it? Is this are you you done? And she
0: says the reason why she's thinking of ending it is because she says I'm falling in love with you. Yeah, and they talk about he
1: said my not yet is gone. Yeah, it's no longer not yet. and
0: I don't know where that leaves us because impossible right and then he tells her he's just like i've been in love with you since the beginning like he finally oh. acknowledges that he's been in love with her the whole time <laughs> okay and he just like he just like let's sail away together and she's like hello, no. and, and she's and she's like oh. but they do love each other so much. And she says that she really wants her father's blessing, that she does want to marry Neil. She's like, so, I do, I okay. do, and I think
1: I could do this, so this but is I the, do want my father to approve. Right, so this is the one thing I don't understand. How could she have met her mother and seen what her father had done and see how her father thinks of the lower, lower, lesser class, non-bluebloods, and still not have any, and and still need his blessing? Like, I was just like, I would be like, Look, fucker, you have some answering questions to answer. Like, I don't, I don't think I would care anymore what he thought at that point, personally. I mean, I know I'm not, you know, and I didn't like, live in that I world or whatever. I get it.
0: Like, hopefully, maybe, like, talking to your father, talking since, and because he's always been, like, affectionate in this story. But then story he becomes of, worse. He becomes look, worse from that's here. That's my point. That's my point. It's like, at this point, I don't blame her for kind of, like, hoping maybe now that they'll, she knows everything, everything's out in the open. Right. Maybe there's some hope that her dad, you know, now I know the whole truth. But I do want to pick my yeah. own path type of thing. But what really is the kicker is when she goes back home the next day. Yeah. And there's a scandal sheet out that she yeah. was with Effie Byrne
1: for three days alone in the carriage. Right. And, and it's Effie, obvious. It's obvious. Effie comes out of the parlor where she her parents are crying. Or mom's crying. And it's like, yeah, I did it. I did I, I was a
0: source. Like, you bitch. And I love how, like, Effie's excuse was like, I need to stop you from doing something <sighs> stupid.
1: So it's like, you didn't is, stop like, me.
0: You just ruined my reputation how is that better yeah how did you help me brought all
1: this pain on our family like that does not not.
0: and the thing about it is like we said her dad's not a likable guy at all what he did was terrible even though not to say it's justified a little bit honorable maybe to save his wife pain but also he was (sighs) cheating on her in the first place but it's this that really pushed me over the edge yeah it's his reaction to this yeah and the whole time when she's growing up, saying that she can marry for love, but then in this instance, he wants to force her to marry. Langdon. He's
1: already sent a message to the uh, to Langdon saying that uh, accepting his proposal and asking her behalf
0: refuses to entertain the idea that his daughter is in love with Devlin
1: and who and doesn't matter, he's scum, disgusting. He calls him lower gutter class,
0: scum. a mongrel, comes from Ugh. horrible stock, all that like doesn't even know, fucking know him, okay? No, just calling him all these names, okay? And she's just like, what. And this is the point where I was just like, you've got to cut him out your life. That's Unless me Unless he changes, you've yeah. got to cut him out yeah. because the way that he thinks is horrible. And this person just needs a wake up call because he's not living in reality. You were the right. one that was handling the finances and your father was fine to let him dig himself deeper into the grave and he's just too stupid and he's got to learn. So I did not love how she was kind of just like very soft on her father towards the end. I didn't either.
1: I, I, thought-, I thought she should have cut him out like, yes and so you this know? is
0: this is what happens before we get to the whole like she forgives her father basically <laughs> like what um the next day this is the next day later that afternoon he's neil sees the scandal sheets he's always gonna talk to her father yeah. anyway. he was coming
1: that day anyway yeah. but then he sees the scandal sheets and he's there and he goes in and talks to the father who basically tells him not for anything he's like i will give you my entire fortune which is two million dollars two million yeah. pounds yeah, I will give you all of my wealth. I'll give you – he's like, you're crazy. You're a madman. He's like, and not even for that would I let you touch her, you yeah. know, just like – Defile he so He is so adamantly against – and it just – the hypocrisy of it, that he could sleep with Sally, you know, and have a mistress who is of a lesser class, but still – and even her blood is not pure, if you're going to look at it in those terms – but yet he is going to like treat him like this, this this man. It just it, it galled me so bad. I have bad. to say,
0: Devlin was very composed and poised about very, this the whole very. time, and I was that's like, what I loved so about much it. Restraint.
1: He's so cool. He's
0: like, out of respect for the way that your daughter feels about you, your beloved father, you know, I, I don't want to resort to blackmail, but I could. Yeah, because but I Because I technically have bought up all your debts and stuff, but <laughs> she would hate me for it. So I'm not going to do it, but I want to let you know that I have all of them. Like, I have more money right. than you, fucker. Yeah. Like, ugh, ugh. <laughs> anyway, so he turns them out. And says some very nasty things to him that plays on Neil's, you know, um, his doubts about himself. Right. So he, he in the
1: Because he says, oh, the Earl of Langdon's already here and she's accepting his proposal. He's in the parlor waiting for her. Yes. And you'll never be good enough for her and all that jazz. So he goes outside. Then we switch to the point of view of Ophelia. And she's She's locked locked in her her fucking room. Are you fucking kidding me? She's so pissed.
0: She's like, are you kidding me? And they're just like, hey, get ready. And she's
1: supposed to be getting ready, right, for Langdon. I love it. Effie goes in, you need to fix your hair. She barrels. Out the door, barefoot, down the hall, runs downstairs, and is basically, and of course, Langdon's coming out of the library with a dad, and they're like, chuckling, you know, oh yay, you're gonna marry my daughter, yeah, and she's just like, where is Devlin? Where is Devlin? That's what she wants to
0: know, and her dad just like. He left. He didn't even try to fight for you. Like yeah, he's he just definitely left. being manipulative about it. I he's know. like he, he let you go so easily. Why would you even want him? And her mom says, you know, I tell we'll be seeing him anytime soon. Like he probably left the whole of London. Yeah. And she's kind of devastated because she was like, He left me. But then she like regroups and she's just like, No, no I can't. You would not I, can't have. I can't. And she's like crying and like Langdon's just standing there. <laughs> like, Obviously what's the happening? unwanted party in this situation. And I love how she just looks at her dad and she was just like, Listen. I heard you out, Mm -hmm. but the thing about it is, when it comes down to choosing between you or Neil, I realize that I've got to put myself first, and I choose Neil. Yeah. And if you don't want me, then oh fucking well. Yeah. I have to choose him in this instance, and I really love that. Yeah. That even though it, it makes it, I guess it makes it more moving that she's still so hopeful that her father is not a bad guy when we think he's a bad guy. Right. That she's holding out hope for it, and so this makes it more of a powerful, like she has... Has had faith in her father, but this is where she just like, right. when it comes down to it, I'm gonna pick my man. And yeah, I'm you. sorry, Dad. I'm sorry. Dad. Yeah. So I guess in that instance, it's fine. But <laughs> she goes to the door and she asks the butler, like, how long ago did he leave? And he was like, thirty minutes ago. And it's like pouring rain outside. And I love the how butler he takes and he pity, and he's like, but
1: he's. Still He's like, but I believe he's, he's still, still standing waiting, out, waiting out, there. out there. I love this. And she drags a chair over and looks out the counterpane at the top, and he's standing in the rain. She opens the door, <laughs> and he's,
0: like, soaking wet, and, but has his umbrella. And uh, she's just kind of like, oh, my God. Like, what are you doing? And he's just like, I was just thinking. Like, I was just – he's thinking about his next move Yeah, and he's thinking, like, would
1: you be willing to marry me without yeah, your father's – without your father's <laughs> blessing. And she says, she says yes. yes. And her dad's, like, in the
0: background, like, don't
1: you dare. You – you – founder he's like yelling in the background like an idiot
0: <laughs> and she just ignores him and runs into devlin's arms and he carries her into the carriage and it's just, lovely. He's just like i have a special license in my pocket and she's just like let's <laughs> find a vicar tomorrow like we will be yes, married tomorrow yes. so i love it i really love that and then we have, we have a little um, epilogue, epilogue with the other wallflowers
1: later. and they're like all playing like <laughs> out in the lawn and stuff i can't remember yes. whose the estate they're at it's his, I believe is it is their country
0: estate. Yeah. She says she loves her new home. Yes. Um, and I love how they're just like all so happy and she's like so affectionate with Devlin in public, like kissing him mm-hmm. and they're all just like kind of cheering her on and stuff. Oh, and also we never <laughs> mentioned this, but Devlin has, um, she was kind of sort of a housekeeper, but it was Poppy and Poppy, Poppy was like kind yeah. of like. He she was the her one her he, sister. Yeah. And he went to Newgate Prison because of because Poppy, of her because
1: she was injured by an this Earl's stupid carriage. fucking
0: asshole who's racing. Yeah, and, and then ran took a her whip over to her. Yeah, for ruining his race, and that's yeah. why he went to prison because he punched him in the face, and she yeah. lost her foot. Like, yeah. Anyway, she's getting married soon um to yeah. his lawyer, which thought was I really great. That. I love that little. And side he provided story. a dowry
1: for her, like being like, "You're my sister. <laughs> I'm going to
0: provide you with stuff. Like, I'm not going to go into this marriage with nothing."
1: And then we also she's have the moment that final. Moment where Fifi brings out and shows him that she still has her ring that he made for with the little vines and promise ring.
0: Yes so adorable but so we do sweet. learn that they were married a couple weeks before and the dad was fucking invited and the, they, yeah. they went to to watch them get married and then also they get they got an invitation so it's like I don't know peacekeeping things that are going around but I'm just yeah. like where was Sally Martin at I your know. wedding because I care more about her exactly. being at your wedding than your fucking dad like Like fuck I him. don't
1: understand
0: I don't understand <laughs> either I feel like there could have been another couple chapters with that yeah I think there could have been more with her I being think there like, could have been
1: more of a confrontation with her father about about it. Like, yeah. how could you do this to her?
0: Yes, you know, like I would have preferred if her father actually had a come to Jesus moment, being like me too. Like, I and, and I I, yeah, me up. too. Yeah, and he never really did. He never recognized that he played a part in ruining as a matter lives. of fact. In
1: that moment when they when they are confronted with the fact that she knows about Sally Martin, she forgives her mom, which I kind of understand. Her mom's like, you know, well,
0: um, we didn't mention <clears throat> this, but her dad on his deathbed, whenever he was thinking that he's dying, he even told her because she just says that she didn't want me did she after she finds out that she's not her her mom's daughter she says she didn't want me did she and he says no she actually begged me not to take you and so not only did he rip her away from her actual mom he forced his wife to take in another woman's child despite her being depressed and devastated at the death of her own child so like
1: he's
0: bad guy all around i'm sorry he is
1: and like but in that this moment he was mad at her for going and find out i told you not to go and find out like there's never a redeeming moment for the father ever mm-hmm. i like fucking hate him mm-hmm. and i kind of like maybe that was stacy reed's point was that you know some characters they don't get a redemption maybe they're they just don't. like dicks but for i just life. don't
0: like it that he came to
1: their wedding me neither and not not the why mom. and, and sally. Why not sally and mr kent and he all seems her like siblings. a nice guy. Yeah. And Oliver, like, I want to know about the little family. Yeah. Stacey Reed, can we get a novella? <laughs> uh, please.
0: We're a novella. I need um, I need a little second epilogue yes. or something. I Maybe
1: one of Devlin's sisters falls in love with uh, little Oliver and they grow up. <laughs> oh, that'd be interesting. Yeah.
0: But yeah. But anyway. overall, fucking love Amazing. this couple. I think they're yes. so freaking adorable. So, Juliet, what is your
1: showdown? My showdown is him waiting in the rain, standing there in the rain under it's his good. umbrella, and her in her wild. She's like barefoot, hair down, looking crazy, basically like by Langdon, you yes. know, like Out running in the front door. <laughs> anybody can see them. Yes, like anybody, and just like that moment, in her man, where he's waiting for her, still fucking waiting for her. Yeah, and and he's so calm and so serene, and just like. I was thinking, you know, like, like, what should I do next? Because he was never going to give up on her, no. ever, no, ever, you know. Came and I just came this far. I love that moment. I, I really did. It's beautiful. How was yours?
0: Mine is when they go to the family dinner and she discovers that he re- rebuilt
1: the cottage for her oh, and that whole yes. first sex scene because it was oh, that's so was beautiful. The sex so scene good. under the stars, that was my other scene that I was thinking about. And it's like he yeah.
0: literally recreated the moment where he met the love of his life because this was his piece. This is where he right. went to go think whenever he had too much doubts and thoughts and stuff and this was he right. kept her book that he gave her that she gave she him. And he's read it multiple He's read it multiple times, times and he's also or, or opening orphanages and schools for the poor, like yeah. basically in her name because she took the time to teach him his letters. And she's yeah. like, I love that full circle stuff. So I just I really know. fucking love Ugh. it. I thought it was beautiful. I literally teared up. Knowing that he did that um, yeah. just to feel closer to her. And then finally he gets his wish. Finally he gets his Fifi. He
1: gets and her. And it's just
0: so beautiful. It's so magical. Like I love that the stars, she makes
1: that first move under the does. stars. She She decides you know? it all. Yeah. He's holding
0: himself back and she decides like yeah. oh, I'm doing this. So
1: yeah.
0: It's just beautiful. It was. It was great. It was great. It was wonderful. All right, guys. <laughs> well, we hope that you enjoyed today's episode and we look forward to the next one where we'll be reviewing Sink or Swim. Thanks so much for listening.
1: This goes out to all the fangirls. Life's better with a little H-E-A.